Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look at Job chapter 19, and this is still Job's rebuttal to what Bildad has said. It reads, and this is uh, verses 6 through 12 in the Easy English Version. It reads, But you should be able to see that God has caused all my troubles. He has tried to catch me in a trap. God is not there. He did not have a good reason to cause my troubles. I shouted and I asked for help, but no one came to help me. He stopped me so that I could not go past. He made my path dark so that I could not see the way to go. He has removed all the things that I had. He has caused people to think that I am a bad person. Everywhere I go, God is there to attack me. My life is nearly finished. I am like a tree that he has dug out of the ground. There is nothing more that I can hope for in my life. He is very angry with me. I am one of the people that he sees as his enemy. He sends his army to attack me. They build roads so that they can reach me. They are all round me. Again, this is Job chapter 19, verses 6 through 12 in the Easy English Version. And this is Bildad's, Job's answer to Bildad. I know that my Redeemer lives. I shall return with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. We are again looking at Job chapter 19, verses 6 through 12 in the Easy English Version. And Job again is still lamenting his uh, affliction. And this time he describes how God has even attacked him. And his friends have already told him, Job, that's, you know, that's not a fair assessment. You can't speak to or of God the way you're doing and not have God uh, uh, reprimand you. But Job believes that God has treated him unjustly. Three things Job would have his friends consider. That his trouble was very great. That he was overthrown and could not help himself. He felt as if he was enclosed in a net and could not get out. The second thing, he said that God was the author of all of this and that, you know, it's impossible for him to fight against God because, you know, he couldn't. And number three, he said he could not uh, obtain any hope or of an answer from God for his grievance. He complained of his pain, but he got no ease. He begged to know the cause of his affliction, but could not discover it. 
So, of course, he's blaming God for all of this because he doesn't know what's going on. We know because we read the beginning of the chapter of Job, uh, the first two, three uh, chapters of Job. Job, where Satan went to the council with the angels and God, you know, gave him this proposition, you know, uh, check out my servant Job. He's uh, a good man. He's a just man. And, you know, God says he's, uh, Satan said, a man will give anything for his life. And God said, do it. You can take anything he has, but don't touch his life. And as and Satan not touching his life, as in as he didn't kill him, but he has sores. He's been uh, ridiculed. He's been mocked. He's been spit on by children. And Job's not used to that. No one is. No one can even consider that as you know acceptable. So he's just wondering, God, what have I done to merit this kind of treatment for you, from you? After complaining about his friend's treatment of him, he now looks at how God has dealt with him. He specifically complains about God's silence. Job cries for justice has gone unanswered. God has not heeded any of his calls for help. We know later on in Job that God will reply. But right now, Job, is, he's anxious. He says that God has put a wall around him to prevent his escape. But we know that wall is still that wall of protection to keep Satan from taking his life. Job's present anxiety was that God counted him as one of his enemies. And yet at the same time, we know that God loves him and loved him and, uh, and God gloried in him as his faithful friend. And um, Matthew Henry also made a note and said, it is a, gra- a gross mistake, but a very common one to think that whom God afflicts, he treats as his enemy. On the contrary, those he loves, he rebukes and chastens. He disciplines us less as sons, because if he did not discipline us, we're not one with him. Job only saw the tokens of God's displeasure against him. He didn't see God's hand saving him. And he doesn't see the hand that's going to bless him later on. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word. God, we have a little confusion going on in our family right now. We bind that in the name of Jesus and we cast it into the abyss. You know what the problem is. And I'm praying right now that um, it is handled, that you remove it, you remove whatever the spirit that, you know, is determined that it wants to attack our family. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We cast it away from my family. Uh, As we prepare for uh, the home going of of my daughter-in-law's mother, we pray that you comfort them pray for those who need you in a special way. We had a memorial service at church today. God, you know what people's needs are. You know what they are because you are God. And God, we um, uh, plead the blood of Jesus right now. We um, are saved by the blood of Jesus and we are no longer victims of any of the works of Satan. And we say that in faith. Satan, get your hands off of our lives. We trust God. We walk by the power of his might. And we bind the hand of Satan 
in our family, on our children, on our destinies, any stronghold, any stranglehold that he has on us. We release it. We remove it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray and bless your name. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.